Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you remember where we're at in Psalms? We're near the end of the book. Yeah. I mean, that's that's good enough for me. That's the story. <laughs> that is correct. That is correct, yeah. Yep. And there were Psalms before the end of the story that and we read. There were Psalms, then. and then we did more psalms and now we're finishing psalms yeah but yeah. there's still a few more to go that's true that is true uh so what psalms are we reading today we are reading psalms 138 139 and 140 all right let's go do this okie dokie 
Let's jump into Psalm 138. Okay. Guess who it's of? David. Yes. I was, you know. Well, I have more to say about that in a minute. Okay. But yes, that is correct. Sure. It's of David. Yep. I will praise you, O Lord, with all my heart. Before the quote unquote gods, that's what it says, (laughs) I will sing your praise. I will bow down toward your holy temple and will praise your name for your love and your faithfulness. For you have exalted above all things your name and your word. His holy temple, though, I mean, if this was written by David, it technically was just a tent then, which I guess could still be considered a temple, but the temple wasn't actually built until his son Solomon built it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just throwing that out there. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. When I called, you answered me. You made me bold and stout-hearted. May all the king's of the earth praise you O lord when they hear the words of your mouth may they sing of the ways of the lord for the glory of the lord is great i hear a lot of this talk about glory and and the words of his mouth and and things that god does and says and yet i know of none of those things it's just it's always bullshittery vagueness that i hear Mm -hmm. from people and in even the bible it's like He's great. He did greatness things. Love. And look He's at all the great, great, great that he did. He's loyal great. He's so amazing. Look at look at the miracles that he did. Right? They were miraculous, those yeah. miracles. No no actual records of these things, but, you know, just trust us. Just trust me. It, it happened. It did. I Surely, <laughs> there's a book about it. Right, right. And depending on my argument, you're either meant to... Take it exactly as fact or, no, it's an allegory. You just didn't know. Right, You don't right. know. Yeah. You don't know the depths of the deep. Right. Because you just couldn't even understand unless you had God in your heart. Yeah. Of course. Which he's, you know, welcome to dive right some, in there. And some then. of us aren't meant to understand, even though we're all part of God's plan, apparently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wish they'd all make up their minds as to which way it all actually went. It's convenient. Yeah. That's what it is. Though the Lord is on high, he looks upon the lowly, but the proud he knows from afar. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve my life. You stretch out your hand against the anger of my foes. With your right hand, Mm. you save me. Yeah. Just the right one. Just the right one. The Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Your love, O Lord, endures forever. Do not abandon the works of your hands. (laughs) Okay. My hands are small, I know, but they're not yours. They are my own. I, I do know that song, but I don't know. It's by Jewel. Ah, okay, okay. Got yeah. it. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. It came out as a Christmas one for some reason. Mm, okay. But it's a good one. Sure. So let's do some Psalm 138 notes. Okay. Okay, this is Thanksgiving for the Lord's favor. And it starts, I will praise thee with my whole heart. Okay. The whole one, not, not just, just half. half. Yeah. Right. This is a hymn psalm. It is part of the final Davidic collection of psalms, comprising Psalms 138 through 145, mm. which are specifically attributed to David in their opening verses. 
Okay, but okay. I mean, that's not different than like a hundred other fucking psalms that we read either. But these are the last of them. Okay. Okay. This is the, this, <laughs> there was David, but then this is the last of the Davids. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. Because we had the psalm, then, Psalms of Ascents. Right, right. And then these are the back to David. Got it. Hardcore David, like through 145. Yeah, we don't okay. want to forget about David. Mm, Jesus. David. This psalm was likely written as an expression of thankfulness after the return from exile in Babylon. Okay. That's my full notes. That's all I got for you. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. So thanks. Right. Okay. Great notes. Well, I spent time. (laughs) There just wasn't anything interesting to say. Okay. All right. The internet agrees. Fair enough. What you gonna do, you know? Right. Sometimes psalms are just boring. Sometimes a psalm is just a psalm. I don't know what to tell you. It's true. There's some interestinger notes on this next interesting-er. one. Interestinger. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. That was an interestinger word. It was, wasn't it? It really was, yeah. Psalm 139, a bit interestinger. <laughs> For the director of music. And what is it? Of David. Of David. It is a psalm. This psalm is a psalm. Just to let you know. That's what it says. Okay. A psalm. Not a song, guh, a psalm. Okay. Got this it. Psalm is a psalm. This psalm is a psalm. Mm-hmm. Okay. It specifically says so. Right. Right here in my Bible. I got it. Okay. Oh Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You're familiar with all my ways. A fucking stalker. On me. Jesus. Yeah, that's annoying. Before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely, oh Lord. That's boring. It's scary. I mean, like, I don't want anybody to know me that well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's scary enough when we know what the other person's going to say. Yeah. It doesn't comfort me. Right. Like, that kind of. That would creep me out. Yeah. It makes me uncomfortable. Dude, get the fuck out of my brain, dude. Yeah. Stay out of my brain hole. You hem me in behind and before you have laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, <laughs> too lofty for me to attain. Mm. No, it, you gotta you gotta not, give it to God. Is that what it is? That's is not, that what people say. Yeah, they do say that, but I don't think it's wonderful. I think it's creeptastic. Yeah, I don't feel better knowing that somebody is like all up in my shit. Yeah, you know. Here's what I like. I like that we have a family tracker thingy so that we know where each other's at. So that, like, if I crash on the side of the road, you know where to find me. It doesn't actually work anymore. The hum thingy? Well, no, the hum thingy is just for the one car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for the kid's right. car. Right, yeah. The other thing the doesn't even really, one? like, we haven't, oh, we, we're supposed to, like, revalidate it on each phone at some point, And we never do that. Oh, so, so it's off. It's kind of, yeah, it's really off. Oh, well, that's kind of sad. It barely works at all. That that's kind of sad. Yeah. But not like, oh no, the tracker doesn't know where I am. <laughs> but like that was the only thing that I kind of liked. Right. Beyond that, I don't need anybody up my ass. Yeah. I mean, we were talking the other day about how like, oh, we were watching the second season of Good Omens and the character that runs the coffee shop, Nina, kept getting all of these texts from her girlfriend. Where are you? You're mm. late. And you never put me first and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I was thinking about it and how, like, when you are leaving work, you text me to let me know that you're on the way home. 
And if you're running late, you do tend to let me know, hey, I'm running late. But not even, always. If I'm busy, I don't. Right. Even if you weren't like I have never worried or wondered. I'm like, yep, he's with a customer. Right. Like that's just the way that goes. And I can remember one time um, you have like an, an auto response so that like if I call you and you're busy, the mm-hmm. auto response is I'll call you back. Yes. And you just hit it. Right. And it just instantly stops my call from going through and tells me I will call you back. Right. And that's how I know, okay, he's with a customer. Otherwise, he would pick up and tell me. Right. So, like, if I get that, it doesn't freak me out at all. Well, apparently your mom called you one time and didn't get that auto response because you were even too busy to hit that. Right. And, like, so she heard nothing from you and, like, within 10 minutes lost her shit and called me asking (laughs) if she should send the police to look for you. And I was like... Oh. I didn't even know that that was a thing I should be feeling. Like, oh my God. I didn't know that that was an option. I didn't know that I was like, it made me doubt my position as your wife because I've never been freaked out over, oh my God, I haven't heard from him. I just called him 10 minutes ago and didn't get a response. And like, it just like really kind of made me rethink everything for a minute. And then I was like, no, we're fine. Your mom's just funny. Yeah. But I think it's because you always send that auto text. Right, right. So that's kind of your own fault. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, you always call before you leave. And so I just never wonder where you're at. But it's not like a thing that I make you do. It's just a thing that you do. Correct. So I don't need a god up my ass. That's, right. That's where that's that was coming a long, from. Long, long walk there. It was, but I I was thinking as I was saying it. It was it was a long, thoughtful walk. Mm, okay. You know? Yeah. 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 Do you ever wonder where I'm at and be like, "Where the fuck are you?" No, I no. pretty much know where you are. I'm always asleep. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> if I'm not answering, it's either because I'm babysitting or sleeping. Right. Pretty much. Where can I go from your spirit? Nowhere, because he's spying on you. Where can I flee from your presence? Apparently nowhere. If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, there you are. Mm. What does that mean, Link, if you die and go to hell? Well, it sounds like he might be, you know, if he drowns himself or something. Oh, I was thinking, like, if you go to hell, God is still with you in hell. No, I don't think God's with you in hell. No? If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there, your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. That right hand. Yep. It's gotcha. Always gotcha. Mm -hmm. In a death grip, it seems. Right. This just isn't comforting to me. It it feels weird. No, it's very stalkerish. I don't like it. Yeah. Do you you want that? No. Who wants that? But moreover, see, that's the problem, though. It's the... People envision, like, they create this comforting entity that they pretend they feel is with them at all times, I think. Or or really believe. I mean, I, I think that people really believe it, but it's their own making. So if, if you create your own stalker, you're going to like that stalker. It's not going to be a shitty stalker. It's going to be a good stalker. Mm, okay. So they're creating a, a wonderful stalker. So all the people that have ever been kidnapped and nobody knows where they are as they're being, like, tortured. Like, well, at least God knows that they're there (laughs) being tortured. (laughs) 
Well, I mean, that's one Yay. of those. That's one of those memes, you know. Like, how can God let these things happen, and you know, still be a good God mm. type thing? Yeah. Well, there's more to it than that, but you know. Right. I, I don't have the time to come up with all the sentences that I want to say. No. So. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. Okay. Then why did he create light? I don't know. Okay. For for the photosynthesis. I, but why does he need photosynthesis? The plants do. But why? He created them. He could make them not need it. He wanted to real bad. Okay. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it either. If he he doesn't need light and he can do whatever the fuck he wants, why why did he even make it in the first place? I don't know. All right. I want you to listen together real hard to these next two I'm going to listen real hard. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Okay? Okay. So keep that in your little brain hole. I've got it in my brain hole. Okay. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. The secret place? Where's the secret place at? Where the penis enters the vagina? I don't know. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. Hmm. Is that where you were woven together? I guess. Wasn't like a drunken, you know, party or something One like that. Fest? Right. I don't know. Yeah. I always thought it was like in the love canal. Yeah. But what the hell do I know? Sure. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Mm. How precious to me are your thoughts, O oh God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. So wait, they just said that all of his days were written in the book before they even came to be. Mm-hmm. Which means that if you take that at its word, at its meaning, mm-hmm. that praying to God, doing Changes anything nothing. for God, doesn't do anything for you. Changes you nothing. could make any decision, and it was already the decision that God knew you were going to make, apparently. Yeah. So it means nothing. Just pray, don't pray, He whatever. created you, let you exist, mm-hmm. and then already knew what you were going to do. So mm-hmm. when... There, if, if he then decides to destroy you, it had nothing to do. It with had nothing to do with you. You were already predestined to yeah. do that. Apparently, yeah. it's the whole um, free will versus preordained. Right. And there's always an answer to whichever one is more convenient. There's lots of words in the Bible. You can come up with whatever you want to out of this fucking book. Mm-hmm. But the, that's why it's aggravating. It's like, yeah, okay, you've got another fucking answer to how that works by quoting some other section of the Bible. But meanwhile, it all contradicts each other because it said two different things in two different places. Right. Exactly. If only you would slay the wicked, O God. (laughs) Away from me, you bloodthirsty men. Oh, away with you. Away. Away. Yeah, those those people that God created and already knew what they were going to do. Yeah. Away with you. Basically, God made them that way. God created... Bloodthirsty men. Yeah, I'm going to get to that in a minute. Okay. They speak of you with ill intent, you know, because they were made that way. Right. Your adversaries misuse your name. The adversaries that he made. (laughs) Do I not hate those who hate you, O Lord, and abhor those who rise up against you? The the ones that you made that way. Right. It's just, it's It's so so ridiculous. 
It just there's nothing like they even they they're taught they talked about pre or two sentences again. Yeah, like it's it's in the book here. Two in this, sentences ago, right? And then they're just like, and why did all these bad things happen? I don't know, God. Why do they fucking happen? You are the one that knows it's going to happen. You made me from the very beginning. So only he only made the good ones. Did he not right? make the bad ones too? Yeah. That's not very godish. Okay. Yeah. Oof. I have nothing but hatred for them. I count them my enemies. Mm. You have enemies that are God's people? <laughs> huh. Interesting. Search me, O oh God, and know my heart. Well, according to you, we ain't got to search very far. Yeah. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in, in the way everlasting. Okay. Okay. Yep. So. 139 is very interesting, and we have some good notes here, okay? Okay. So, Psalm 139 is God's omnipresence and omniscience. Right. Okay? Yeah, I kind of gathered that. His, he's all present, and he knows all. Right, okay? but that's also... I mean, like, you can it contradict the omnipresence, and in, mm-hmm. in, even in Genesis. Yeah. He couldn't fucking find Cain, or or Adam and Eve, they'd be like, "Where right. are you guys? I can't stomp, find stomp, you." Stomp, Starts, "Oh Lord, Thou hast searched me and know me." This hymn psalm is known for its affirmation of God's omnipresence. Now, according to some Bible enthusiasts, Psalm one thirty nine was written by Adam. <laughs> Verses five and sixteen, for example, allude to the formation of the. First man. So let me just reread verse five. You hem me in behind and before. You have laid your hand upon me. Okay. I don't really know what that means. Well, as far I mean, as like first man. Yeah. Okay. Sixteen is your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. See, that's not how I took it. I took it as like when he was being born. Yeah. I didn't take this as an Adam thing. No, me neither. But and, and obviously, we're reading this through many different translations, mm-hmm. and who fucking knows what it actually means. Right. But the way it sounded to me in context was that it was about the person being born. Yes, that's, to me, in context, how it reads also. And also, just obviously, it wasn't fucking written by Adam. Obviously. Because that guy didn't exist. And they didn't have papers and pencils. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, others suggested that the themes of the psalm relate to Adam while David wrote the actual words. But I don't think it had anything to do with Adam. I disagree with that. Yeah, so do I. So verse 16, the one that I just read, is the only place in the Hebrew Bible where the word galmi appears. And that's from the same root word as the term golem, which is a very... Jewish fairy tale word. Right. Okay. So I was like, I need to touch on that just a minute here, just for a second. Okay. A golem is an animated anthropomorphic being in Jewish folklore, which is entirely created from inanimate matter, usually clay or mud. Sure. Okay. Yep. I actually knew that. I did too, but it bore stating and I added it to my list of, I want to know more about golems. Yeah. No, we should definitely do it. An episode about that yeah, at some point. I added that to the list. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Psalm 139 verses 13 through 14. Remember the ones that I had you pay close attention to? Yes. Okay. 
Those have been used by both the pro-life and the LGBTQIA movements as a blessing and source of support for their activities. Hmm. And I was thinking, like, how can that be? So just to reiterate sure. here, um, 13 and 14, okay? Mm -hmm. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Okay? Got it. So here's why the um, pro-life movement would use it. The Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission of the Southern Baptist Convention sponsors a project called the Psalm 139 Project, hmm. which aims to place ultrasound machines in crisis pregnancy centers as a means of convincing pregnant women not to abort their unborn children. Yeah, that's a problem, actually. Yeah, yeah, it is. They actually trick people into going into these places and mm -hmm. then try to convince them not to get abortions. Yeah. Or actually scare them into not getting abortions. Well, because they tell them that um, they God was aware of them from the time that it was right. the egg was first fertilized. Yeah. And they cite that. So... Um, the reason that the LGBTQIA um, community uses it is because it says, God does know me from my beginnings and I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Right. Means Meaning that God can't make something wrong. Yeah. So right. I'm perfect just the way I am. Meaning yeah. you're the asshole. I like God. that. In, I like that intention, intention better. I do too. Because it, it basically says if you're going to use God as... Right. Thing. Are you calling God's um, creation well, here a mistake? Who's to say that that interpretation is any worse or better than any other fucking interpretation that people come up with? You exactly. know what I mean? Like it doesn't if you want to interpret it that way, I think you have the full right to do so, because yeah. there is no set interpretation of the fucking Bible. However, there are <laughs> more than two um, genders. So. Um, when, when Christians come forth and they say there's only two genders, okay, you're wrong just because, um, science has found right. that that is incorrect. Yeah. And it's a range, not a binary static that doesn't change. It's a range. And moreover, um, not only is it a range, but also furthermore, Anybody who claims that the person presenting themselves as they are is a mistake is or saying that we are claiming it's a mistake. It's like, no, God is according to you. Your God is awesome. Your God is wonderful. Your God makes great things. Right. We're not saying it's a mistake. You are. So you're the one that's questioning God's creation. Sure. Not us. Right. Right. So fucking get over yourself. Yeah. So, no, I agree. Yeah. So moving on to Psalm 140, it's for the director of music, and it is a... Psalm of David. It sure as fuck is. Right. Yeah. Rescue me, O Lord, from evil men. Protect me from men of violence. There's a lot of fucking evil men in Psalms. And they, I mean, like, so many. And they are always trying to get you. Right? Mm-hmm. Who devise evil plans in their hearts and stir up war every day. They make their tongues as sharp as a serpent's. The poison of vipers is on their lips. Salah, bitch! <laughs> Salah! I always, I always foul down my tongue to make it sharper. 
You. Oh. Oh. That really bothered me. Mm. Nuh-uh. I, I don't like even imagining the way that feels. Yeah, like, I gave you a little bit of a visual, too. So Yeah, like, stop. Know. Oof. Keep me, O oh Lord, from the hands of the wicked. They're always trying to get me. Mm-hmm. Protect me from men of violence who plan to trip my feet. Yeah, the damn people that trip my feet, assholes. They always put me in Fucking nets and snares. Dicks. Yeah. Proud men have hidden a snare for me. They have spread out the cords of their net and have set traps for me along my path. Salah, bitch! Mm. Oh, Lord, I say to you, you are my God. Hear, O oh Lord, my cry for mercy. O sovereign Lord, my strong deliverer, who shields my head in the day of battle, do not grant the wicked their desires, O Lord. Do not let their plans succeed, or they will become proud. Salah. Mm, yeah. Don't let them be proud, for God's sake. Right, that would be awful. Let the heads of those who surround me be covered with the trouble their lips have caused. Let burning coals fall upon them. Jeez. May they be thrown into the fire, <laughs> into miry pits, never to rise. What is a miry pit? A pit that has mire. In right, it. but what is mire? It's mired. It's okay. A pit that's mired <laughs> with things. So you don't know what mire is then. Well, it's, it's an something adjective. bad, right? Miry is is a um, adjective. Like if you say that. It's mired with something. That means it's like surrounded or covered in. Okay. Or something like that. Yeah. Like it's usually a negative adjective. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Like her face is mired in, I don't know, things that it's mired in. And things that it's mired in. Okay. It's, it's bad. No, mire is actually a stretch of swampy or boggy ground. Okay. So, and there, there is also... A situation or state of difficulty, distress, or embarrassment from which it is hard to extricate oneself. Okay. So it can literally mean swampy or boggy ground. Okay. So well, I think that's more what it was. Don't be in a miry pit. Yeah. It's mired with bogginess. Got it. And you don't want to be in a bog. Yeah. Don't don't be don't be in a bog. Don't get mired down. Right. In a bog. <laughs> Let slanderers not be established in the land. May disaster hunt down men of violence. Okay. I know that the Lord secures justice for the poor and upholds the cause of the needy. Surely the righteous will praise your name and the upright will live before you. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yep. So Psalm 140 is a prayer for protection against prosecutors and a prayer for deliverance from evil men. So do you read this before you're a defendant? Like if you're a defendant in a tort case, it's a protection against prosecutors, right? They're prosecuting you. And you're like, well, I need to read this real quick. It's a prayer for against prosecutors. It's persecutors. Oh, persecutors. I thought you said prosecutors. I probably did, but it should have been persecutors. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So people that are persecuting <laughs> you, not prosecuting. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> And it starts, deliver me, O Lord, from the evil man. Yeah. Okay. And that's it. That's my whole note. Jesus Christ. I spent a half hour trying to find anything interesting to say about it. But there was nothing. There was literally not one interesting But what thing. we learned today, though, is that God knows everything that's going to happen. And mm -hmm. yet, he creates all these evil men who do all these evil things against his followers. And then they have to ask God, mm -hmm. which they also were already going to do, to help them 
with these evil people and yeah. put them in, you know, mire. And God might listen to you. Maybe. But he might not. And he has to read his own book to see what he decided to do right. ahead and, of time. And then sometimes he'll punish the bad people because, you know, apparently that's what was always going to happen. He created them to be punished by him. Yeah. Sounds really dumb to me, though. I'm like, you, if you're writing that book, you get to write it all rainbows and sunshine. Right? Can you imagine if you knew your purpose in life, in, like if like if God was real, right? Yeah. And you knew your purpose in life somehow. You're like, oh yeah, I was created so God could destroy me later. That's all. I'm I'm here to be destroyed and be perceived as an evil person. That reminds me again, Good Omens season two. Yeah. I highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, but that bit where they talked about Job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was pretty good. Yep. Except yep. that. They only had three children. Yeah, that that was not correct. It was was supposed to be ten. Ten children. Yeah, it was bugging us the whole time. Yeah, but it was really good though. Otherwise, it was it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, highly recommend you guys should watch both seasons. Yep. All right, so that was our Psalms for today. It was. That was one thirty-eight, one thirty-nine, and one forty. Correct. And tomorrow we'll be back with. I'm doing four tomorrow. Four. So okay, well they're all short, and I'm like, let's get done with these Davidic bullshittery ones. I thought they were through the one forty-fifth. Mm-hmm. That means we're doing five tomorrow. Oh wait, Um, no. No, no, no. You're right. four. Four. Yeah. I can't count. I don't know. One, two, three. No, five. Yeah, five. Wait, hold on. How does that work? Sound. <laughs> hold on. Oh, it's because they were all on the same page. Oh, yeah. okay. So they're just all really short, but we're going to do five tomorrow? No, we'll do three, and then we'll do the last two Okay. on the other day. Got it. Sorry. Sound, sounds good. I don't know. I'm either doing... I think we should do three and two because then that kind of makes... Because we're planning on taking a week off after this is all said and done. Yeah. And... You know, today is only Monday, mm-hmm. which means that we've got to stretch this out the rest of the week to the end. All right. And then start new next week for a week off. All right. So then right? we'll do 141, 2, and 3, and then we'll do 4 and 5. Yeah. And, yeah, that's how we'll do it. Okay. okay. Sounds good. All right. We'll sorry s- about my bad math. Yeah, <laughs> we'll sorry. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Oh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. 
like and subscribe, leave an Apple review, join us on Twitter, support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.